0: Deutsche Welle. Learning by Ear. Listen up. Shape your future.
1: I greet and welcome you once again to another episode of our Learning by Ear series entitled Africa's Physically Challenged People. This is the fifth episode in our continuing radio drama concerning the plight of citizens who are quite often forgotten by society. As we have seen in the last episode, Olwanda, whose leg had to be amputated after an accident, is slowly being pushed away socially and intellectually. That is unfortunately true for a lot of disabled people in Africa. Will he give up or fight on? Let us find out in today's episode entitled, Poorest of the Poor. First though, listen in to the conversation between Tofa, Olunda's mother, and Grandmother Theresa as the two women are doing the dishes after lunch.
2: I cannot believe my ears. Teresa, are you saying that your husband was blind and your father had the same skin color as Abibu? He too was an albino. How did you cope with that? That is
1: right. So, I understand what you are going through, Tofa. You see, after living with these two men who were so important in my life, both having to face a lot of physical challenges... I have learned one thing. Mm -hmm. Even refugees from neighboring countries are treated much better than our country's men
2: and women who face physical challenges. That is so true. So true. You know, I have never thought of that. I mean, look at your granddaughter Zabibu, a daughter of this very land. But is treated like an alien and cannot even enjoy the freedom of moving around. But that is nothing. The most terrible thing is that these people, mm. some of whom are very capable of
1: giving so much to our society, mm. are made to believe that they are social misfits and can do nothing better than sit in a street corner and beg. That is so wrong. It's fine, Grandma. I will see who is at the door. Ah, it's all Olwanda had left school immediately after the talk with his head teacher, Mrs Nina. He didn't want to explain what had happened to anyone except his mother. But school being as it is, by the time the last lesson was coming to an end, the whole school was bustling with a new gossip, and Olwanda's former friends were some of those in the mix.
0: Guys? Hey guys. Have you heard the news? What news? Chitoto, this has now gone too far. Olwanda's life is on the line here. You must come clean. I apologize to Olwanda and his mother. Yes, we could live with the fact that you had something to do with his accident. But Olwanda is now out of school. No, that is just unfair. Yes,
2: it's unfair. Hey,
0: hey, wait, 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 wait. Hold right there. First, I am not in any way responsible for Oluanda's accident. Secondly, I had nothing to do with him being kicked out of school. So tell me, guys, what friend did I commit, huh? You left him all alone and badly injured down there, Chitoto? That was a cowardly act. Oh, oh my shut up, Karemi. Nobody
1: calls me a coward. Do you hear me? Nobody. Such was the treatment Chitoto's friends had come to expect. But will they shut up and watch their friend being oppressed and marginalized? Or will they find the courage to speak up?
2: In the meantime, at Karemi's homestead... Olunda, my son, are you all right? Why are you back so early? Doesn't your class They don't
0: want me in school, Mama.
2: What do you mean? Who? Why? Uh, Tofa, why don't you sit
1: down again? You know that standing will chase away guests. Let me make some
0: tea. <laughs> we rarely have guests anyway in this house, Grandma.
2: No, Teresa. I don't think we will wait for tea. I want to get to the bottom of this right now. Olunda,
0: what happened? That is just the thing. Nothing happened, but the head teacher called me in and told me that she and the other teachers feel it's better for me and everyone that I stop attending class with the normal students.
1: (laughs) Welcome to the club. Zabibu, can you stop that? I'm sorry. This girl is just too, too cheeky. Now go and prepare for your evening classes. Did
2: I hear you right, Oluanda? Did you say normal students? Are you sure those are the words that she used?
0: Yes, Mama. That's what Mrs. Nina said. Uh, Can we now go home, please? I need to finish mending some of your shoes.
2: Teresa, can you believe that? My son is now considered abnormal. No, I will not have that. Come, Olwanda. Give me your bag. Let's go home. Thanks for the talk, Teresa.
1: See you. You're welcome. Tofa? You hang in there. After the storm, there is always the rainbow. After the talk with Teresa, Tofa and Hassan Olwanda slowly headed back to their home, silently contemplating to themselves. Not so far away, Fagilio was about to discover a secret concerning Chitoto that he was not yet aware of.
2: (sighs) This is the life. One day after class,
0: Oh, I just hope my father never... Chitoto! Chitoto! Uh? Chitoto! Mm? Oh, there you are. I have been looking for... What is this? Huh? Chitoto, tell me what you were doing with that beer bottle you just dropped. Nothing, Dad. Uh, um, actually, we are doing a school experiment about... School how can... experiment, my foot! Come closer. Uh, come, come closer, come on. So does that school experiment also include you drinking alcohol? Is that what chemistry is about nowadays? How long have you been doing this? I asked you a question, Chitoto, and I will do this only one more time. How long have you been drinking my beer?
1: There is a saying in Africa that goes, the young one of a snake is obviously a snake. But in this case, Fagilio could not come to terms with the fact that his young teenage boy had already followed in his alcoholic footsteps. How will he deal with it? What will be the price to pay? At the same time, Oluanda, who had been kicked out of school, was repairing shoes at
2: home. Wow, those shoes look almost as good as new. Oluanda, you have done a
0: wonderful job here. I hope you mean that, ma'am. And you're not just saying it to make me feel better.
2: No, and I have realized that I don't need to. You look completely
0: fine to me. Really? Well, ma'am, I do feel fine. Here, all your repaired shoes. I've put them in this plastic bag.
2: Thank you, son. O- Luanda, why are you doing this? Is it really for the reason you gave me earlier? Because you'll not have the privilege to wear a pair of shoes again?
0: <laughs> well, it's true, isn't it? For the rest of my life, I need just one shoe, not a pair. But that wasn't the reason. I did this because I... Because I,
2: you what, son? Tell me, I am your mother.
0: I'm scared, ma'am. I've looked at all those like me who face disabilities here in Maganye, The blind, the deaf, the dumb, the lame and others. And realized that they had one thing in common. They are the poorest of the poor. I don't want to end up like that.
2: Oh, Luanda, my son. You have me. Why do you worry about such matters
0: now? Because I'm one of them, ma'am. Yes, I have you, and I thank God for that. But what happens after you... uh, I don't even want to say it.
2: What happened to your dreams of becoming an engineer? Constructing the first tarmac Road in Magani?
0: Mama, that dream died the day I fell from that baobab tree. Let's be honest, ma'am. Have you ever seen an engineer on crutches before?
2: You are right, son. I have never seen anything like that before. But that is good, because you have a chance to be the first engineer in Maganya walking on crutches. A challenge
1: given by a mother to her son, who is witnessing the doors of opportunity being shut in front of him due to his disability. Will Olwanda take it up? Or will he fall back and settle for less? Still a lot more to come next time in this series entitled Africa's Physically Challenged People. If you wish to listen to this episode again or previous ones, please log on to www.dw-world.de forward slash LBE. And while there, feel free to leave us a comment concerning the program. Until next time, goodbye and take care.